Hello, I'm Adam Gratton, and thank you for tuning in to this, the first episode of Baba Meets, a podcast brought to you by a local media and communications company, Baba Baboon, which was first founded in 2017 by Sonia Farrell. Each month, Baba Meets will be chatting to an individual, group or organisation based in Stoke-on-Trent and Staffordshire, who are helping their community, whether that be through charity, business, community action, health, plus many more. In this episode, Baba Meets community champion and lead on the Laditsa Lives campaign, Alan Gerrard, who talks about the new memorial garden project being created to mark the atrocities carried out during World War II, most notably in the Czech Republic town of Laditsa, as he reflects on the horrific events which befell its residents and tells us why Stoke-on-Trent is leading the way in remembering those who died during World War II. So, Alan, thanks for joining us on Baba Meets. You've been involved in a number of community projects in the Stoke-on-Trent area over the years, perhaps most notably in recent years, the Laditsa Lives campaign, which was set up following the atrocities which befell the Czech town of Laditsa during World War II. Can you shed some light on what actually occurred and how and why the campaign was set up? It's um, it's definitely a long-term project. Uh, I've got to say that. It's been running now for about 10 years. Uh, it was about 10 years ago that I, I found out about the link with Stoke-on-Trent. Um, I knew about Laditsa and what happened to the village. Um, I've always known about Laditsa, but I didn't know about the link with Stoke-on-Trent. And, just, uh, just, just, just a bit of history, history behind what, what happened in Laditsa, for people who might not know. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, uh, Laditsa was the village that was destroyed. It was wiped off the face of the earth. Um, as a reprisal for the uh, assassination of Reinhard Heydrich um, as a result of uh, Operation Anthropoid. So um, it, was, it was very much an arbitrary reprisal. Um, the, the villagers, uh, the men in the village were, were executed, the women were sent off to concentration camps, and the children, uh, the majority of them, 82, were gassed and uh, a few a few were germanized they had uh, blue eyes blonde hair and they were sent to german families and after that uh, the village was bulldozed and this was a this is a it was a demand by adolf hitler basically direct demand that the village should be wiped off the the face of the earth um now news of this was broadcast by the Nazis because they were quite proud of the fact that they'd done this. At the time, the Nazis were winning the war. This was before Stalingrad. Um, and it was very much a case of saying to the rest of the world, we're, we're winning this war and we're gonna make a statement that um, people who challenge us are gonna be destroyed. Uh, so it was broadcast around the world. I think it was Radio Moscow who broadcast the, the news first. And as soon as news um, came to Stoke-on-Trent, uh, Barnett Strauss, who was the counsel for Shelton, um, who was a doctor as well uh, for Shelton, um, made a point of stating that if he was the mayor of Stoke-on-Trent, he would immediately 
um, start a fund to rebuild the village. And this was at a um, this was a statement he made at an exhibition, um, a launch of an exhibition at the old Hangley Museum. Um, and that kick-started a movement. Now that was on, the statement he gave was on June the 13th, 1942, and the atrocity took place on June the 10th. So it was just three days after the uh, atrocity. So June the 13th, he made the statement. And straight after that, uh, the miners of North Staffordshire followed his lead. They began to plan uh, what that petition, what that movement could be. And they came up with the idea, Laditsa shall live. Uh, Arthur Bagley of the North Staffordshire Miners Federation set up the campaign, Laditsa shall live. And he took that. So it was very much a North Staffordshire Miners Federation campaign. But... It was ratified at the um, national level at the Blackpool Conference uh, later that year, July 20th. Uh, and once ratified, they decided to launch it officially at the Victoria Hall on September the 6th. September the 6th was really was a big thing for the city of Stoke-on-Trent because um, the, the hall was packed. And what we had was the, um, the Czech president in exile, Edward Benes. Um, he was in attendance. Barnett Strauss was in attendance. The Russian uh, ambassador was in attendance. And it was, a, it was very much a case of um, the whole hall made um, a resolution that Luditsa should live again. And uh, immediately there was a funding um, it was a campaign that was launched that day um, and this this spread across the country and the important thing for Stoke-on-Trent was the campaign was it was conceived in Stoke-on-Trent it was launched in Stoke-on-Trent and it was driven from Stoke-on-Trent so the first Lidditsa Shalove committee it was it was it was a Stoke-on-Trent thing but then what you had was you had this this micro committee, if you like, of Barnett Stross and members of the North Staffs Miners Federation going to other authorities like Coventry, Derby, Nottingham, Birmingham, convincing those authorities to set up their own Lidditsa Shalove committees. So when we talk about unique selling products and things like that, marketing things, you know, if we get, you know, very um, hard-headed about it. Um, it, is, it is an important thing because people say, well, you know, well, the old country was involved or, you know, it was a nationwide thing. Um, the fact is it wouldn't really have spread nationwide if it wasn't for this small committee of committed um, people from Stoke-on-Trent who took it upon themselves to spread the word and get all these other people involved. And that's why it's important for people in Stoke-on-Trent, I think. That's why it's important that we take it out to schools and say to school children, look, this, this, it didn't just start here. It wasn't just launched here. We went out there and told other people to get involved. You know, that it is, it is important to do that. 
because it is a misconception when people say, oh no, it was a natural national thing. You know, it was a national thing because it was it was driven from Stoke-on-Trent. What has been your journey through? Because I know you've actually been over there as well, haven't you? Yeah, we well, we've been over several times now because what we what we then, then the reason we go over is to have meetings to talk about the, the the sort of projects we can put on because we've we've put on uh, bilateral projects, you know. So we will we'll create um, you know sculptures for well, that's one 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 thing, one example uh, for the people of Goodie So 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 we work with Philip Ardig, for instance. Uh, to come up with um, it was it was a it was a you've seen his sort of work it's like mosaic type ceramics isn't it and he created something uh, to celebrate the um, it was the centenary um, uh, of the the Czech nation centenary of the Czech nation and it was presented to the um, the people of Lidice. Uh a few years ago we came up with. Um, the idea for uh, Czech uh, children from Wadica and the neighbouring village of Bushtarad to come over to Stoke-on-Trent um, and to uh, spend time with, with children in Stoke-on-Trent. It was a, very much an educational bilateral project. And uh, that's only happened. We've only been able to do that one year. We want to do that more often, but we've never had enough funding to do that. And you yourself, um, along with others who are leading the campaign, you're involved in a memorial garden, which uh, the land was given to you by the Tesco on Morley Street uh, in Stoke-on-Trent. Could you tell us more about what's happening with that and how it's going to go to commemorating the events that occurred in Lidnitsa and other villages during World War II? It's about, it's about contributions and they're coming in from three sources. So we've got, um, we're hoping to get other cities who had some kind of connection, other cities with a connection to the Lidice Shellwave campaign in the UK, those in the UK. So like Birmingham, Coventry, Derby, Nottingham, there's other ones as well. London, you know, uh, Aberdeen, Leamington Spa, these places. Hopefully they'll be involved, and just just other places that want to promote peace and friendship. So, then, is, there, so, is, so is that getting them involved with regards to them contributing um, times in the sculpt in the sculptures towards the garden? Yeah. yeah, yes, pieces of civic, you know, civic art, whether it be or 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 like a you know um, a rose bush or something like that. Then um, internationally. Uh, communities who've been affected by atrocity. Now, I was talking about the commemorative events earlier on. There's there's communities who who now know about Stoke on Trent, and we you know we've got some relationship with these places. So obviously the the main one is Wadica itself. Now they've already promised a uh, they've already promised a. Um, uh, a piece of civic art, a sculpture. They're going to send something over. Uh, places like Putin in the Netherlands. Putin was destroyed by the Nazis. Uh, Talavag in Norway, which was seen as Norway's Lidice. That was just wiped out and it was rebuilt. 
Marzaboto in Italy, Distomo in Greece, Arador in France, all these places have connections with Lidice. And now, you know, we have a sort of bond with them on social media. We know people there and we're hoping that we'll get contributions from them. And um, and then we've got, we've got, and this is more even, well, not, not more important, but uh, just as important coming in from the other side, we've got communities, a bit like us in a way, international communities and these are mostly over in the west in the us and uh, latin and south america communities which remember Lidice and celebrate the rebirth of Lidice. so you've got like um, uh, Lidice in brazil and um, and we and again you know some of the we've got strong links with these places phillips in the usa crestel in the usa san San Geronimo in Mexico, um, Lodice Capiro in Panama, and then we've got all the all the women who've been christened Lodice, and there's thousands of them, you know, and all these people, all these women know about what we're doing, and they want to be involved, you know, and they're actually involved in the group that we've set up, and they want to be involved in the design of it. So with that then, obviously, there's more and more people get involved all the time and you're, you're looking for more people to get involved to support with it and delivering things. It's what's the, what ways can people both find out more and if they want to get involved, do so? How can they get in touch? Um, well, they can, get on, they can get in touch on Twitter. We have uh, at Lidice Libs um, and there's always updates being posted on there. We're on uh, Facebook. We have, um, again, at Medica Lives as a Facebook page, and we have uh, Legacy Garden uh, on Facebook. We have a, like a WordPress um, uh, website, um, which is, uh, I think, I think that's called Leg Legacy. Um, but our, e our email address is Lives uh, at gmail.com um, when we started this you know I could probably count on one hand the amount of people who knew about it you know even celebrated historians didn't know about it but now you know there's thousands of people in Stoke-on-Trent who know about this you know and it but every child should go through school learning about this and I think that's a, that's the real, you know, that that's that's the the most important reason, the fact that it was driven from Stoke-on-Trent. Because yeah. when you go out and say, well, actually, if it wasn't for these people in Stoke-on-Trent, it wouldn't have happened. Well, thank you. It's been good talking to you, Alan, and we look forward to seeing how the Memorial Garden and indeed the Lidice Lives campaign progresses. That was community champion and lead on Lidice Lives campaign, Alan Gerrard, talking about the creation of the new memorial garden on Morley Street in Stoke-on-Trent. Well, that's it for this episode of Baba Meets. We hope you've enjoyed it. Tune in next time when we'll be chatting to life coach Darren Brooks. Until then, you can catch up on all the latest local and positive news by visiting bababoon.co.uk 
and you can also visit us on Twitter and Facebook at Baba Baboon. Until then, thanks for listening. <laughs>